Welcome to the podcast of Dr. Norman Thomas. These teachings are designed to empower you to live a higher quality of life. Take a few minutes to receive a deposit of godly wisdom for your day. For more information and more extended teachings from Dr. Thomas, visit normanthomas.org. So how do we prepare for the gift that God has given us? If we know that God has given us a gift, if we know that it's his will for us to express that gift in the earth, how do we prepare for it? How do we ensure that we're most properly prepared to receive the gift that God has given us? You see, that's the key, is receiving the gift. It's one thing to know that you have a gift, but it's another thing to receive the gift. Where the best way to properly prepare to receive your gift is to receive God's gift to you first. God's gift to you first. God's first gift to you is Jesus. The Bible tells us in John 3.16 that God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. And I like verse 17. You know, most people know verse 16, but they don't know verse 17. Verse 17 says, For God did not send his son, his gift, into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Salvation is the greatest gift of all. And that gift came from God. And that gift was motivated by the love of God. Now you may say, well, Pastor Norman, I am already a Christian and so I'm still trying to receive my gift. Well, I understand <clears throat> because this message is for people who are born again already, but it's also for those who are not born again already. You say, well, why is it that I need to receive Jesus if I'm already born again? Well, it may not be that you need to receive Christ since you already have, but have you fully surrendered to him? receiving the gift of Jesus is not just praying a prayer one day and saying, okay, that's it. No, it's a lifestyle. It is a daily walk. It is a walk of daily surrender. We daily surrender to God. We daily surrender to this gift that God gave us through Jesus Christ. What are we surrendering to? We're surrendering to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. When someone says, Jesus is my Lord, what are they really saying? Because the term Lord in the Bible means supreme being, supreme ruler of one's life. That means I'm submitted to God. I'm submitted to God by virtue of the gift that he gave to me. I surrender to the power of the gift of Jesus. All of the benefits that come, and all of the responsibilities that come as well. The responsibility of receiving this gift of Jesus is to daily surrender. Surrendering to his voice. Surrendering to his promptings that he, by he, where he prompts us by the Holy Spirit. Just simply surrender. You see, there are a lot of people that go to church and there are a lot of people that claim to be Christians. But they're not surrendered. You may be watching me today and you may have made a decision like this once before in your life. But today, your life does not reflect that decision at all. What happened? Time, life, problems, incidents, situations, a lot of things come and conflict with that decision that we've made 
to surrender our lives to Jesus. But this program today is about refreshing your renewal, refreshing your commitment to Jesus Christ, refreshing your surrender to Jesus Christ. Because once you receive Jesus, now you're ready to operate in your gift. Surrender is the most powerful mechanism that activates your gift because it prepares your heart to be moved by God. It makes us pliable to the will of God for our lives. The problem is that there's conflict between our will and God's will. If your gift is ever going to maximize, if you're ever going to be everything God has deposited in your life to be, it, you must surrender to God. In other words, you must allow God to lead you. You must allow him to guide you. You must allow him to direct your life. How does he do that? It's simple. He does it virtue by virtue of your consciousness of his presence in your life. You just, you're aware that he's there. You're aware that he's with you. And you're, and you're constantly just listening. You're not anxiously trying to pull a word from God. You're just resting in his presence and you're resting in his company and you just let him speak and he will. People say, well, I never hear God talk. I don't know if God will ever speak to me. Let me tell you something. God is always speaking to you. He is always speaking to you. It's not a matter of whether or not if God is going to talk and communicate and fellowship with you. It is a matter of whether or not you can hear him because people have a lot of distractions going on in their lives. You see, God gave Jesus as his gift to humanity. And he gave Jesus as his gift to humanity to empower the gift that he seated on the inside of you. And so I know that there are many things that we can do in our own selves. We can do some really powerful things. But what we can do with Christ is far more greater than we can ever imagine. Our minds can't even go there until we've received Jesus Christ, until we have surrendered to God's will and God's plan for our lives. This happens because we receive God, we receive his gift, Jesus, we receive his word. And when you start receiving God's word, it does something to you without you even trying to make it happen. It raises you up inside. It raises your thoughts. It transforms your thinking. It gives you a new mindset. And it causes you to entertain thoughts that you would have never been able to entertain prior to your surrender. So I'm here to tell you there are things that are available to you right now that you don't know about perhaps because the degree of your surrender is not enough to introduce you to those things. But when a man or a woman seriously surrenders their life to God, they're not losing. People think they're losing something. You're not losing anything. You're just, you're surrendering. You're surrendering to a greater plan. You're surrendering to a greater adventure in life. God has great, great things in store for you. And it's all bottled up in that gift that he's put on the inside of you that cannot really be fully activated until you surrender your life to Jesus. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17 that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. 
It didn't say he feels like a new creature. It says he is a new creature. It didn't say he thinks he's a new creature. It says he is a new creature. We're going to talk about that. Because I want you to know what happened to you and what happens to you when you surrender your life to Christ. I'm talking to you about God's gift to humanity, Jesus Christ, because it takes God's gift to humanity to activate the giftings on the inside of you. Now, I know there are many things you can do because you're intelligent, you're smart, you're, you're just creative, and you have a lot of ideas and a lot of plans for your life, but I'm here to tell you none of them can match the plans and the ideas that God has for you. They're way above your thinking until you come into Christ. There are some things that happen to you when you come into Christ. The Bible says that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. As in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. It goes on to say that old things are passed away and all things become new. Well, what does that mean? That means that my surrender to Jesus Christ does not have to be based on how I feel. And it doesn't have to be based on what I think in terms of my intellect or my logic. You see, because the first thing we try to do in building a relationship with God, it, we're trying to feel it. Or we're trying to rationalize it. Because we're creatures of emotion, we're creatures of, uh, of intellectual thought processes. And I'm telling you this, when it comes to God, your spirit man rises to the forefront. And your spirit man is superior to your emotions and it's superior to your intellect. And so now you're living, you're living by the, the other part of you that is most like God, your spirit being. And the Bible says that when a man or woman comes into Christ, they become a new creature. And too many people try to feel that new creature experience first. Or they try to figure it out with their minds through rationalization. But none of that works. You have to accept God's word just as it is. By faith, you decree and declare, I'm a new creature. And your flesh, your body, your mind will speak against that. You'll have thoughts that will contradict that. But you have to contradict those thoughts with your words in agreement with what God said. I am a new creature. <clears throat> I may not look like a new creature right now. I may not even feel like a new creature. I may not think like a new creature. But I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. What are you doing? You're driving a stake in the ground concerning your new identity. You're refusing to allow the enemy to rob you of what God has given you. Your life depends on it. The gift inside of you depends on it. It depends on you having this identity <clears throat> cemented firmly in your spirit. So that <clears throat> you know, those around you know, the enemy knows who you are. And when a man or woman knows who they are in Christ... The gift has to flourish. The gift has to come forward. There's nothing that will be able to stop the gift you carry once your identity in Christ is firm. The devil's job is to condemn. That's all he does is condemn. To condemn means that I say to you that you're no longer fit to be used for your original purpose. But God did not come to condemn. 
the Bible says in John 3.16 that God did not send Jesus into this world so that you would be condemned, but that you would be saved. And that's the experience that God desires for you right now, today. Salvation. Surrender to Jesus. So before we part ways today, I want to give you an opportunity to surrender to Jesus Christ. Don't make it complicated because it's not. It's not hard. It's not difficult. It's easy. It's easy to surrender to Jesus. And don't think you got to fix all these things first before you do this. You don't. Because you, you will never be able to fix yourself enough for Jesus. The idea is to surrender and let him fix you. It's to let him rearrange the matters of your life. Because he's prepared to do it. He's equipped to do it. And the price has been paid a long time ago. Jesus died on that cross and he shed blood. And the blood that he shed was the payment to rearrange your life and to make it right. And so we simply do this by a matter of confession with our mouth and believing in our hearts. And I know believing doesn't happen automatically, but it is a process that begins now by virtue of your decision to surrender. And so you pray this with me right now. We say this, Dear Father, I surrender to you. I want to thank you for loving me and receiving me. I, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. And today, I declare you the Lord of my life. Now, if you prayed that prayer and you meant it, call us or write us. We have information for you because we do not want you to lose the ground you've gained today. If you have enjoyed this time with Dr. Thomas, visit us online at normanthomas.org for more extended versions of these teachings. You may also learn where Dr. Thomas will be speaking at a location near you. Until next time, keep walking by faith.